After a short break, The Daily Show is back. We'll talk high limit additions, plus the difficult area some teams will find themselves in as the series approaches 20 teams and plenty more today. Let's go. It's Sunday, December 31st. I'm Justin Fiedler. This is Dirt Tracker Daily. It's the final day of 2023, but after a few days off around Christmas, we are back at it today. Hope you had a good holiday and were able to take some time off for yourself as well. While I was away, I did post three new interviews, including ones with Brandon Shepard, Alex Bowman, and Dominic Selzy. Hope you got a chance to check those out because they were really good. There were some really great things in all of them. If you haven't been able to check them out, they are available here on the YouTube channel and in the podcast feed. These daily shows will continue to be the main focus for my content, but I will try and sprinkle in some more interviews throughout the year. If you're new around here or just don't subscribe, make sure to hit that button and uh, and like these videos. That's a free way to help out the show and uh, helps make sure you don't miss any future episodes. There is plenty to talk about from the last week, and we'll start working uh, today back through some of that. The big racing happening at the moment is Sprint Cars Down Under and the Tulsa Shootout. I won't go into the, uh, the shootout today as drillers won't be given out until tonight. So we'll talk more shootout on the show tomorrow. If you want to watch, the shootout is playing all day over on Flow Racing and will continue into tonight. If you do need a Flow Racing subscription, you can click the link below in the video description. That gets you Flow, helps me out at no extra cost to you. Uh, Down under, Rico Abreu, Brad Sweet have picked up victories in recent days already, as has Carson Macedo. Western Australia Speed Week continues coming up at Bunbury uh, with Perth next up after that. You can catch a lot of the racing action live on Clay-Per-View. That's kind of the Australian version of Dirt Vision or Flow Racing. And it is part of the uh, streaming schedule over at DirtTracker.com as well. Dirt Vision and Flow have in the past had some racing from Australia and New Zealand in the offseason, but that all seems to have dropped off at this point. It's clear that those events don't really move the needle for the streaming services here, because if they did, they'd still be being carried. But especially with Flow, we've seen them not hesitate to shed series and events they don't view as revenue drivers. At one point, Flow had a huge number of events through the year, and now they've really pared that down to just a lot of the big stuff. And I'd expect that trend to continue. They've got their big late model stuff, talk about Lucas, Flow Racing Night in America, and they're obviously a big driving force in creating high limit that brings a lot of the big sprint car uh, stars over to Flow Racing. And then anything else really needs to push subscribers or it'll be dropped. And obviously that's going to continue, you know, as Flow Racing and, and Flow Sports as a whole continues to try and find its footing as a company. Speaking of high limit, their full-timers list has grown in the past week to now 15 teams. The two most recent additions were Tanner Thorson and Connor Morrell. I think Thorson was a bit of a surprise. That wasn't a name I had heard mentioned as a potential full-timer here for the series. Thorson will head out on the road with a new team, Rod Gross Motorsports. They will campaign the number 88. I don't know anything about this team or Rod Gross other than a Pennsylvania-based LLC I found via a quick online search. Uh, maybe you guys in the comments can clue me in on this team, who Rod Gross is, all of that. Thorson is much better known for his exploits on the non-wing side, including that 2022 Chili Bowl win and the 2016 USAC National Midget Championship. He's made scattered wing sprint car starts back through 2015 uh, and appeared 11 times in 2023. He drove the LA Competition 58 car a bunch in Pennsylvania and had top fives during Peace Speed Week at BAPS and The Grove. His busiest sprint car year was 2022, where he made 27 starts, so going full-time with High Limit will be a significant step up for him. Thorson is a talented driver, but going up against this group with limited experience and a startup team, I think, will be a tall task. 
The other high limit uh, addition was Connor Morrell and the Mark Daly owned 28 team. They'll go full time, stepping up from the All Stars a season ago. Uh, Walt Daly's other car, the 2MD with Cap Henry behind the wheel, they're going to chase that midweek championship. I actually got a chance to chat with Connor Morrell at the PRI show a few weeks ago, and at the time, he was working on getting support together to try and run high limit full time. Uh, so good to see that they were able to make it work. Morrell had four top 10s in 410 competition in 2023, including two with the All Stars and one with Fast. He ended the season fifth in the All Star driver points and eighth in the owner standings. I think just like with Thorson, Morrell will face a big jump up in competition with High Limit from where he was with the All-Stars a season ago. Looking ahead, I still think there are probably at least two more teams to sign on, including Tyler Courtney. I remain surprised that they haven't uh, been announced yet, the 7BC and Courtney, but behind the scenes, it sounds like the High Limit brass view this one as a done deal. And even though there's chatter of a few issues to uh, overcome here first. As we continue to see more teams join High Limit, we are starting to get into that territory of too many cars for the system. Once we start getting beyond 12 cars, the economics for those down the order start to become more difficult, as those teams can't make enough features or enough money to be able to survive on the road. I think it's likely that High Limit goes to Florida with maybe close to 20 teams, but come Texas at the end of the season, that number will be smaller. If you look at the teams further down the outlaw standings in 2023, we talk about Robbie Price, maybe Noah Gasp. You can see where the money starts to kind of break down. Robbie Price had just shy $90,000 in race winnings. If you tack on another thirty dollars or $35,000 in tow money, plus the end of the season point fund at $52,500, that's not even two hundred dollars for the season. It's pretty tough to run a 410 sprint car operation on tour without significant sponsorship funding at that level. And that's going to be true anywhere, not just with the outlaws. The same economics will apply to high limit. That's something, you know, you see all the time. I can't believe they only have 10 full-timers or 12 full-timers or 14. Like, you know, this isn't NASCAR. We're not going to have 36 full-time teams. You know, in sprint cars, you can start 24 in a feature, but you're not going to have 24 full-time teams because you're going to have the full-timers plus the local and regional guys are going to hit up those shows. That means those guys further down the order are going to have less opportunities to make features. They're going to be in a lot more B mains, a lot more C mains. You can see where the money doesn't start to add up. I think the newness of high limit plus the potential freedom are drawing in a lot of teams early. They can get in now with the hopes of maybe getting close to that charter threshold and hope things kind of go their way. And if they don't, these teams will be no worse off. They can go you know, elsewhere, go pick and choose uh, and fall off the series full time. So high limit currently at 15. The outlaws are at 11. I still think, too, there should still be maybe one or two more to come on the outlaw side as well, barring any more surprises. I think one interesting possibility to watch on the sprint car side as well is Dominic Selzy. If you didn't watch my interview with him, we did get into some of the rumors involving uh, him considering a move to a national series. His crew chief and Jimmy Carr has a ton of experience on the road, and they've traveled plenty in the past. Even if they don't go full-time with, say, the Outlaws or High Limit, Dom did say they would like to come east more often in 2024. Definitely something to watch for one of those main California sprint car teams. Uh, looking ahead to the upcoming week, plenty more to talk about, including the aforementioned Tulsa shootout. There's several national late model touring teams committing for 2024. We'll talk about those. And an interesting situation possibly developing in central Pennsylvania's sprint car team uh, scene. So stay tuned for all of that. And before we close out today, thanks to Jeremy Elliott for his recognition of this show and Dirt Tracker for 2023. In his recent year-end awards, he spotlighted what I do here. And I always appreciate when the folks in the industry take notice of my work. I know I won't always get things 100% right, but I try, uh, I try my ass off to make sure I represent the sport as best I can and keep you guys informed of everything going on. We more than doubled the YouTube subscribers this year from less than 13K at the end of 2022 to more than 26K here as we close out. 
We had massive viewership growth this year. We went from about 2.2 million show plays in 2022 to well over 5.5 million for 2023. If you guys keep tuning in, I'll keep pushing to bring you more and better. All right, that's it for the show today. Make sure to stop by dirttracker.com for the streaming schedule and the latest news from across the sport. Hope you guys have a great Sunday out there and a safe New Year's Eve. We'll see you right back here tomorrow. Tomorrow.